This is Prayer Room Companion, episode 97, recorded May 23rd, 2012. The Rosary, What Not to Do. Welcome to Prayer Room Companion. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and with me back again... Father Andrew Dickinson. How are you, Father? Better than my sins deserve. Amen. Um, so today we are going to be talking about the rosary and a little bit about sacramentals in general. Um, and, and this is a topic which um, somebody raised. Keith had emailed this topic in. And so I just want to encourage any other listeners uh, to, uh, to feel free to email questions that you'd like us to discuss, topics you'd like us to discuss, questions about anything we have discussed. Uh, we'd love to get your feedback, your ideas about what you want to hear about. Um, the best way to do that, as always, is just by emailing me, Chris uh, C. Bergwald, C-B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D, at sfcatholic.org. Uh, so please feel free to, to send in your thoughts, any feedback you might have, and so on. Um, and, and we will do our best to work them into the part of the show in the future to use more Dave Ramsey-isms, slightly edited. Father, do you listen to the show? I do if I'm driving between the hours of 1 and 4. Yeah, likewise. Good. So, um, Rosary, uh, we're in May, uh, the, the month of Mary. October, I think, is sort of the, the month of the Rosary, but May being the month of Mary is also a month where there's a, a little special extra attention oftentimes given in the church to the rosary. Um, and, and sometimes people wonder about etiquette, about, you know, are there uh, right and wrong ways to handle, so to speak, a rosary? And if so, what are they? Um, and what we thought, Father and I thought we'd do, we just sort of get on, talk about the specifics a little bit, but then maybe also talk more broadly about the rosary and a little bit about it, and then more sacramentals uh, even more generally yet. The rosary is a sacramental. Sacramental, as we'll get into uh, the details later, but just quickly, a sacramental um, is uh, a devotion. Sometimes it's a specific object as part of a devotion uh, by which um, God can give us graces, not like a sacrament where we know graces are communicated, but, but, but they, they can be the means, the avenue by which uh, we can grow in holiness. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Let's start with uh, the question about rosary etiquette, Father. A um, couple of things in particular, re wearing rosary around your neck and uh, also uh, hanging a rosary from your rearview mirror in your car. Your thoughts on those? No, sir. Nope. I don't like it. You don't like it. Neither nope. of them? Neither of them or just the neck? Uh, neither. And why is that? Well, uh, <laughs> well, for the car, because it's an obstructed view and you can get pulled over for that. That's true. It is. Um, it is technically against the law to put any, anything over your rear view mirror. Especially if you're a teenager you know, and you're living in small town, South Dakota, and you're just... Help harmlessly and helplessly driving up and down the street on Friday night, not doing anything wrong, actually driving the speed limit. What happens? You get pulled over. Why? For that. But they really just want to check for other things. And then your parents get really upset at you. And it's just, it's a, it's a mess. Seriously? No. But okay. I was going for the quasi-autobiographical feel there. You, you succeeded in that, uh, in, in yes. that aim. Anyway. Right. So what, 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 apart from the illegality of hanging anything <laughs> over your rearview mirror, what, what's your beef with, with uh, the, both of those uh, ways of, of handling a rosary? 
Well, I suppose, I mean, I, I could be persuaded on the rearview mirror, actually. I think my concern with any of these things, though, is just, um, and then there's no clear pres- proscription or prescription about, you know, a prescription, you may only handle the rosary thusly, or a proscription against, you may not handle the rosary in this fashion. Um, you know, so there's no strict listing like that. My thoughts come down more to just of, you know, what's the rosary about? Right? Right. And the rosary is about is a sacred sign of prayer. It's often a blessed item. Right. You know, and so we should carry it with with, with a sense of dignity. Use it in a sense of dignity. Um, and sometimes I just you know I, I'd worry that. Um, and I think there are other devotional things to wear, which are made to be worn, um, where the rosary is not. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, thinking of the wedding band I'm wearing is a is a blessed item uh, that I'm wearing. Uh, of course, many people wear um, crucifixes around their neck. Although, I mean, kind of, I was thinking about this that specific example as you were talking. Um, I had a friend in college. Um, who would wear a crucifix? Not he was a Catholic. Uh, he's a Christian, but not out of uh, his his deep faith or belief in Christ, but because he thought it was frankly a nice piece of jewelry. Um, and, <laughs> I can and, and and like many like many college students, I I, I uh, well when he put it on and, and he was going out, it wasn't necessarily with the best of motives. So so yeah. the cru- the crucifix was frankly somewhat antithetical to the purposes for which he wore it. Um, yeah, so I'll pause there. Please continue. I, I, I can top your crucifix story. Okay. Uh, a uh, professor of mine in the seminary, uh, she uh, did her studies in England. Uh, she's a classicist, Greek, Latin. And uh, she remembers being in a jewelry store one time, and a woman comes in and said, yes, I'd like a tea. Yes, one of those teas, one with a little man on it. <laughs> yes. So uh, some people don't always. And I think, you know, popularly, I mean, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking back to uh, Madonna in the 1980s, the uh, um, scandalously named and scandalously seen and performing a pop star. How she would wear a rosary. And I think, I don't know if, I mean, and. Uh, um, some of the hippies in the 70s and 60s would do that as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't mean to say hippies sounding like the old crotchety guy from Scooby-Doo. I would have gotten away with it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Meddling kids. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, those kind of things are what come to mind when I see a rosary around the neck. Um, you know, I mean, it's different, like uh, a consecrated religious uh, man or woman, especially the Dominicans, I think they often wear a rosary on the side of their habit. Absolutely. You know, and that's a little different because it's made to be used. I just don't know how many people wearing the rosary on the neck are using it from their neck. That's a great point. I can, yeah, um, yeah they, they do actually pray them when they are hanging from their, their, their belts. That's That's a very good point. Yeah, it would seem, you're right, it would seem that you, you can't really pray the rosary when it's hanging around your neck, um, so why are you wearing it? Now, I, I think some people might say, well, I'm wearing it as a sign of my devotion. Um, and, and I think, I, I would say that, again, as you mentioned earlier, there's, there's, it's, there's nothing strictly prescribed here. It's more of the mentality that you're bringing to it, but also the way that will be, I think we have to take into account its effect on others, both good but also bad. 
and be mindful of how it would be perceived. Um, yeah. Right. I think, I think sometimes maybe we're a little too innocent in that way uh, in our devotion. But again, at the same time, uh, the world is not going to tilt off its access. Um, the operations of Fatima and Lourdes are not going to suddenly like go back uh, and like it never have happened because you wore a rosy around your neck uh, or hung it onto the roof mirror of your car. Um, I, got, I do have a rosary, a, a decorative rosary someone made for me and gave me that's on the wall of my rectory. Mm -hmm. You know, and but this is something made out of very large beads that you know could not fit in someone's pocket or be very difficult to fit in one's hands. Made for such a or such a decorative purpose, right? Right. Yeah, it, it's got to still have the, the the ones. I think with those sort of exceptions, the, the purpose is for it to be prayed, um, and, and we need to keep that into account when we when we're talking about how to. And, and Father, you and I talked before we went in the air a little bit about this. The rosary being a sacramental again. Um, Again, as we've been saying, it's supposed to be handled with uh, with with reverence and so on, to the point that you know you don't just certainly if it's a blessed one, you don't just throw it away either. Right, you know, with uh, with, with blessed items, uh, you want to care for them in a special way. And I, I was thinking particularly about I've got a stack of like four different uh, Roman missiles of the old missiles. You right. know, which aren't even necessarily a blessed item per se, but still a sacred item. Yep. Uh, yep. And uh, you know, to uh, to be able to, um, I'm looking actually forward to this summer. Uh, I'll be around some camps a bit. I'm actually going to, I think, try to burn them. You know, You're gonna. I knew you Catholics were book burners. What's nah. next? <laughs> anyway, burn the King James Bible. Yeah. Wow. 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 Although, I mean, that is one of the prescribed things when you do have like a Bible that's not been used correctly. I mean, you shouldn't even just throw away scripture easily no. quickly. You know, you should maybe shred it or something like that. And, and part of it is, you know, sometimes maybe we're a little too innocent again, like I said, and understand you're knowing who could use things in the world. You know, sure. like, the evil one could be using sacred things for a foul purpose because he likes right. nothing more than to desecrate sacred things. And so I think that's just again. It's, so it's, it's a matter of like we're trying to limit your fun. Um, actually, can I? 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 You may do whatever it is. Oh. I give you permission. Right. I can dance if I want to, and I can leave your friends behind because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. No. Okay. <laughs> Safety Dance, Men at Work, 1990. I know the song. I don't, I'm, I'm, how does this relate at all to it doesn't, the rosary? It okay. It so you could just simply because you, you said you said you can. <laughs> I had a I had a wedding recently, and uh, one pious. They did the safety dance at the reception. I bet. Uh, I didn't get to stay very long, so I had to leave to go run a 13 mile race the next morning. Okay. Um. But uh, this. Uh, a, a couple of his friends of theirs gave the happy married couple a uh, corporal for the altar. They said, okay. well, you could use this corporal at your wedding mass and then frame it in your home. And again, it's you know, kind of a pious idea, but again, not the thing I'd really would recommend. Yeah. I think it's, um, 
And so I don't know. I, I hadn't heard of this thing before. Never um, heard of it. Yeah. And so, and you know, it's, it's a pious notion. You know, oh, I mean, the body of Christ, you know, the chalice sits on there, the hat and sit on there. It's used at the mass at your wedding, so wouldn't it be a nice little keepsake in that way? Um, and maybe kind of going off, there was kind of an old tradition of uh, priests handing a purificator that they used to, in the cleaning off of their hands of their ordination as a gift to their mom. Um, again, just kind of a, a, an awkward thing to leave something that's held the sacred body, especially, I mean, you know, this couple would know that we'd have to purify the corporal and things like that. Right. Um, before it could be taken away from the use. Well, they just, you, you don't want to take things set aside for sacred use and use them in profane ways. You don't want to turn the chalice into a wine goblet. You know, don't want to turn the bowl saborium into a dog dish. <laughs> no. I was going to say, well, you know, eating can be, uh, can be an opportunity. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not at McDonald's, but in, in, no, no, never mind. Um, so, anything else, Father, about rosary etiquette before talking about the rosary a little bit more generally? No, as far as like we're, uh, rosary apparel, I think I, I feel quite satisfied. Uh, okay. okay. As long as you're satisfied, I'm satisfied. Excellent. I am very satisfied. Good. Maybe so, moving right along. What? What? We do good, 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 good. So, um, rosary in general. Again, I, I, then most of the I'm sure listeners to to the podcast are aware of the great esteem with which the church um, that the church places upon the rosary. Innumerable popes have recommended the praying of the rosary. Um, it, it's certainly one of the devotions that has gotten um, uh, significant attention and endorsement from popes as well as other uh, saints uh, throughout church history. Um, and one of the things, just, just a little bit, again, I'm sure most of the listeners are aware of this. The, the rosary is um, at its heart uh, a means by which we can and are called to grow closer to Christ. So uh, we, we pray the rosary, and, 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 and specifically what I'm talking about here is when we pray the rosary, it's essential to the the rosary, the way it's meant to be prayed, uh, to meditate on the mysteries of the rosary, right? Um, so we, we don't just um, we don't just say the prayers and think of the prayers. We, we we're praying the prayers, but we should be also reflecting and meditating on the mystery that we're praying at that particular time, um, because the whole point is for us that, that Mary leads us to Christ. That we strive to be the beloved disciple um, who who takes Mary in, and she leads us closer to her Son. Uh, so, so again, it's it, it, it's a, a prayer rather that's deeply centered upon um, Christ to Christ through Mary. Um, very much um, uh, is is the mind of the Church in this particular prayer. Along those lines, Father, anything you want to add? Um, no, I mean, as far as like the content yeah. um, of the rosary in that way. No, I, I, uh, yeah, just stressing that's you know in some ways that contemplative way to contemplate the life of Christ. Uh, in fact, in another wedding, uh, they use the uh, wedding feast of Cana, which is the second of the luminous mysteries uh, uh, of the rosary. And just the whole point of the luminous mysteries is that they're to illuminate the life of Christ. Uh, 
that they show us, they shed light on the life of Christ and, and how Christ enlightens all human life. Right, right, absolutely. Um, and again, with to the same, you're talking about the proper praying of the rosary. There is a, a normative means, a, a typical means by which the rosary is prayed. But even within that, there is some in, in the practice of the church around the world, um, some variation, especially when it comes to the opening prayers. Well, most particularly when it comes to the closing prayers. The opening, I think, is pretty consistent. Um, Apostles' Creed, Our Father, Three Hail Marys, a Glory Be. Uh, but the concluding prayers, there, there's a good bit of variation um, from country to country, culture to culture, uh, region to region. I, again, I, I wouldn't get up to my advice, Father, is that people not get too caught up with being afraid that they're doing it wrong. Um, learn how to pray the rosary from a reputable source and don't get too concerned. Because I've met Catholics. I know Catholics um, who, who at various points have maybe stressed out a little bit too much about some of those minutiae. Right. Just talk to your mom. Just exactly, exactly. Um, and then again, sacramentals more generally. The rosary is one, uh, 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 one of the higher of the of the sacramentals in a sense, but it's one of many sacramentals, many means by which we can grow closer to Christ, grow in our spiritual life, grow in holiness. That the church recommends to us. Um, you know, stations of the cross during Lent. We, we're just finishing the Easter season, but during Lent, the uh, the praying of the Stations of the Cross, um, there are all sorts of other other devotions, um, sacramentals, and so on that the Church recommends. And even if the Church, well, yeah, well, maybe I'll just leave it at that, actually. Um, Father, any, any, any thoughts on sacramentals in general? I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like any of them in particular besides the rosary? Uh, holy water or exercised holy water, yes. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, one of the things that... Uh, we didn't even plan I, I, this. Huh? No, we did plan this. This is great. Um, so holy water in your home, you, you can get holy water fonts, but even if you can just get the bottles, usually uh, around the time of Easter, most parishes make uh, um, so ho some holy water bottles. They might be um, old camera reel cases, but, uh, or cam yeah, uh, camera film reel case, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, oh, no, we're just coming using Yeah, it's just flowing so eloquently here. Um, but using holy water in your homes to bless yourself um, and or, or the loved ones who you live with, whether if you're married and have kids, that's something that we do, do as part of our nighttime routine. Um, it starts with me, but we all tend to start. The kids love doing this. They they love to bless a, uh, bless um, everyone else too. So, but just the the whole idea of using it's, it, it is a sacramental, as you said, and 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 I would endorse and encourage people to use it themselves, as you said. Good. Anything? Anything else? Oh, I don't know. I love the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Uh, there you go. Would Liturgy of the Hours be considered a sacramental? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, Liturgy of the Hours is part of is different from at least most of the other sacramentals because it's part of the official liturgy of the Church, but uh, it's not a sacrament. So I, I would guess it would be considered a sacramental, a unique one, perhaps in that way. Because it is, I mean, especially more important, Evie prayer are considered uh, extensions of the great 
uh, intercessory and uh, praising uh, worship of the Mass. Right, absolutely. Which is why they have intercessions in them. Yep. Any others that for you, and I'm not trying to, I mean, if that's it, that's it, but any others that you uh, are, think are worth mentioning? No. Okay, good. Um, so we are coming down to the end of May here, but but uh, and the end of Easter and Pentecost this coming Sunday. But uh, well, Pentecost uh, had an octave. Uh, yeah, well, um, <laughs> can of worms. Can of worms. Uh, um, maybe someday again. Um, I would encourage you to, if you haven't, just take these few remaining. Um, days in May to maybe rekindle or deepen your devotion to Mary, but don't stop on June 1st. Continue that um, and, and pray and discern. I, I think it, we're all called to Marian devotion in one form or another uh, as Christians. Um, maybe the details uh, are, 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 yeah, from one form to another, from each individual can vary from person to person, but some way prayerfully consider how it is that you might grow closer to Mary because she will lead you closer to Jesus. Good. Father, give me so, so the listeners can't see your thumbs up, Father. So sorry. (laughs) Uh, Anything else to add, Father? Well, no, just that uh, everything, uh, everything authentic, everything authentic, can I say, can we edit that back? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so everything authentically of Jesus Christ always lead back to him. And that's, you know, the measure of all devotions uh, is, uh, is whether things lead back to him. Otherwise, they might end up as just dead devotions. Indeed. And dead devotions are bad devotions, just to be clear. So... With that, now, Father, you, we will uh, we will miss you again next week, but we'll be back, I think, in a couple of weeks with you again. Yeah? Yes, sir. Excellent. Maybe maybe, li- maybe even live and in person, actually. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. It's always slightly less awkward. <laughs> Just slightly less. Slightly less. Until then, we wish you a blessed end of May and a blessed solemnity of Pentecost. God bless. We'll see you next time on Prayer Room Companion.